There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. So there's a real estate near where I live um, called Unreal Estate. Like it, it's, it's like it's real estate written in normal letters, but it has like this un on the front of it, like in graffiti. But like it's not not some teenager came along with then graffiti that like that's their logo like it's to make them look hip and cool to, to the kids I guess yeah it's actually the exact opposite of a teenager coming along in graffiti yeah yeah it's actually totally just the man um, taking the teenagers ways and putting them through the the tube and the, through the system so what I think would be real, really funny really and would actually be a true expression of the thing that they're imitating would be if someone came along and just graffitied out the un so it just said real estate. <laughs> <laughs> just just a flat, just real estate. Yeah. Uh, I would call that blanking. It could be like a thing. You could just go around blanking signs. Yeah. Taking out those, like, all those corporate abuse of graffiti culture. Yeah. Graffito culture. The singular is graffito. Yeah, graffito. But graffiti, I guess, is what we're really And that, that old man will come out of his real estate and be like, they took my graffito. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Welcome to But Yeah with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. I'm Zeb. And it's 2018, um, year of, what was it? The, uh, the Kokopo. No, not the Kokopo. It's get Hungry. Seagull, Get Hungry. Yeah. Year of the Seagull, get those chips, get hungry. Go get year em. of the Kokopo, eat that bird. Um, and we're kicking it off with, uh, oh man, what what was the date today? The date? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Let's. let's- it's, um, it's the 8th. It's the 8th of January and it's. It's yes. a very special day, as it is every time we record, at Earth Rotation Day. Especially this day, though. This is the most <coughs> special, special day that I've seen in a while. Well, it's mainly special because you're here listening to us. Yeah. That's what makes it special. But yeah, I love it when Earth rotates. It's, yeah, it's my favorite. I mean, this time of year is my favorite. Like, you spend a whole year on one one side. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time to see the other and here in australia i guess we get the, we get to see the moon <laughs> and then yeah, we get to see the stars the other stars it's refreshing the, um the other world is start to see yeah the sun comes out for summer yeah um all the, the oceans rise back up again yeah it's great um the animals come back out of their caves perfectly adapted to the summer sun um, the ones with the weaker skin die off. <laughs> and, the, and the ones at the outer edges get flung away from the center. <laughs> Man, actually, on this note, speaking of, um, of, I guess we're going in a flat earth direction sort of thing. Um, I watched this video ages ago by Vsauce on YouTube. Mm. I highly recommend it, although I don't know the name of the video, but you'll probably find it by saying flat. What if the world was flat by Vsauce? <clears throat> and like, they actually got it like, what if- there was a physical flat disc in space that you lived on. What would it be like to live on it? Yeah. And they'd be like, basically at the center, it would be- um, It's mushed norm- up. It'd be normal. Oh, normal. Because at the very center of the disc, gra- gravity would like you be able to stand up there. Uh, but then okay. as you move towards the outer edge of the disc, gravity, the pressure on it makes you so it feels like you're walking up, up a slope. Yeah. So, as you look back down towards the center of the disc, it's down. Right. Like you're climbing until you get to the- very most edge where you're climbing and it'd be terrifying because you could fall, I guess, all the way back to the center. Wow. Um, but you wouldn't fall off the disc. You'd just slide. You'd, fall into the you'd, just, you'd just grind and fall, roll all the way down the flat disc 
because yeah. the gravity is assuming there's nothing built on it and no landscape at all like yeah. a nice smooth disc well in in the cool animation they made step they had steps okay. which made which makes sense i mean on your flat earth where you'd fall to your death mm. <laughs> i guess you could make steps but then when you get to the very edge and stand on the edge of the disc it'd be flat again okay but yeah that like, was cool like a sphere yeah like a like a sphere sort of um yeah so it's earth rotation day that's what we're celebrating um and it just uh, you just sort of feel the movement and just go with it, and that's pretty much all there is to it. You can celebrate it by going and um, when you when you stand really still and just sort of concentrate <coughs> on your feet and just close your eyes, you can actually feel the Earth move. No, you can't. If you're really that's, high, it's a lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, one of one of the interesting things um, about Earth Rotation Day. Is sort of a historical note about how in um, 1851 the French physicist uh, Leon Foucault, 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 Foucault demonstrated how the Earth rotates by suspending a lead-filled brass ball from the top of the Pantheon in Paris, and I bet everyone was terrified at what he was about to do with that ball, <laughs> and then he dropped it, and then it's I guess it became a pendulum, um, and it just showed um, how the pendulum rotates relative to the Earth's own rotation. And everyone was really disappointed and they went home because they were expecting a bloodbath, I guess. Um, and so really today you can just go visit your nearest space or science museum. That's really get, all you can do. And then you can see Earth rotating. Go look at that pendulum spinning around. I mean, actually, well, I mean, you can just get a, a open exposed, what do they call it? A long <coughs> exposure camera pointed up at the stars, leave it overnight and you can watch the sky rotate. I mean, that, that's a different, it. that's a different thing though. That's, but that's still the that's Earth rotating. The sky rotates separate to the Earth. Yeah, well, no, it doesn't rotate. We rotate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know it doesn't rotate. <laughs> I guess I don't. That's Not true. for sure. I, I haven't, I haven't been there. You know, the whole thing, how they like say, oh, back in the Middle Ages, they thought the Earth was flat. Oh, fucking Middle Ages people, they're so dumb. Yeah. Like they didn't though. Like the really uneducated people did, but like ever, like in terms of like people. Well, I imagine they were science, too busy getting horrible diarrhea to really be worried about that. Well, like too the much. regular Joe, but like the guy, like they knew that the Earth was round because they did experiments back, like in ancient Greece, where they just got to put a stick here and put a stick there and went, mm, the shadow's different. Yeah, I guess. So they went, hey, the Earth's round. Yeah, that's true. Well, didn't they assume everything rotated around the Earth? So they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything it, else is rotating around us. Yeah, like the Earth is round, but like we're the center, though. Yeah. Like the sun rotates around us, obviously. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so now we know that that's not the case. So the Greeks like put their, put their cameras, put up the stars. Their cameras. Up, yeah, put their cameras, pointed up to the skies, put the open exposure lens on. So the ancient Greeks got their and iPads, they, they downloaded the star app, and they held their iPads up to the stars. And, and they, they went... Look at the look at the how the everything else rotates. Yeah, and they figured it out. Um, Thank God we're perfectly still. I'd feel very <laughs> unwell if that was the case. <laughs> um, so speaking of um, just like the stars and just lunar things and things happening in the sky um, coming up at the end of January, there's a pretty interesting um, lunar event um, for Australia, New Zealand, Indonesia, and Asia, um, but nothing for the US. They don't get to see it. Really. Yeah. They got a supermoon, although this is the second supermoon in January. That's what's kind of crazy about it. Well, they got that. Although, that's why it's a blue moon. Because a blue moon is a second moon in one month. Well, the moon was like, those guys got that total solar eclipse. Yeah. Um, 
So it's like, well, I can't give them this as well. Yeah, the US can't have everything. They can't get the okay, they get a pretty cool one. But then over in Australia, we're getting what is a super blue blood moon. Yeah. <laughs> which um, sounds like an epic movie. Blue Bloods, the TV show is back, I guess. Yeah. But now it's a moon. <laughs> in moon form. Blue um, blue ones being like, is that what's that, royalty or something like that? It's just royal. It's not, I don't know. Apparently they thought they had blue blood and that's why they thought they were supposed to special. Because you look at your veins and they're blue. Who's but like, who thought that? Like royalty oh, in the, like royalty. the Middle Ages. No, no. Blue- because they were super pale, their veins looked bluer and they went, ah, oh, we're blue blood. We're really special. Ah, oh, right. No, blue blood. Much like the moon. Is the thing that I kept seeing advertised when I was growing up and I don't know what it is. And it's an American police procedural drama series that airs on CBS <laughs> um, and ended in 2010. Oh, I... I wonder, I, yeah. Ah. So, Blue Bloods is back, everyone. Is it? Um, is that actually news? In or are you just saying that because it's a moon? In moon form. <laughs> okay. Um, look up in the sky if you're in Asia, Indonesia, New Zealand, Australia. Um, January 31st, you'll see the airing, the latest, ep- the new episode. The season premiere of Blue Bloods in moon form. Yeah. Um, and it'll also be really big because it's a super blue blood moon. <laughs> Um, um, so it's a it's a blood it? moon that's happening um, at the same time as a blue moon, which is a lunar event that happens. What is it? Once every so uh, I have the the whole thing is once in one hundred fifty years. But like any individual thing, blue moons happen pretty rarely because that's this, a full moon twice within a month. The second one is a blue moon. Yeah. It's not literally blue, like like it would, that would be really cool. Though. Yeah, but but um, I mean like me like. Um, Choking on a fly at a very particular restaurant would be once in 150 years. Yeah, but if you it's did, it, but if you did it twice in a month, it'd be choking on a blue fly. I guess. I guess. Um, but like the way, so what's also happening? It was also a supermoon, which means the moon we're, we're closer to the moon in our rotation, so it looks bigger than usual at the moment. Okay, which is unusual, and also. It's also at just the right angle that the moon is catching light off the dust of our atmosphere, which turns it red. Right. So it's going to be big red and twice as- And angry. And angry. <laughs> twice as angry. <laughs> Not at all blue, just uncommonly <laughs> occurring. Um, the best place to see this would probably be like out on like a long stretch of road where you're not surrounded by close objects, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wonder- um, and then just like it looks giant because there's nothing around you. Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of moon which, like, I imagine um, in- What's that Zelda game with the giant moon? <laughs> the angry uh, face. Majora's Mask. Yeah. It'd be like that. But um, if it had a face- Imagine if the moon- This this, 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 eclipse, this thing occurs. The moon, like, you see it rotate. <laughs> and it's just like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the man in the moon. But it's this guy from Blue Bloods with his mustache. Yeah, it's whoever that guy is from Blue Bloods. Mr. Mustachey Blue Blood guy. Um, so yeah, Chief Commissioner Gordon. Um, so the problem I have with it being a significant thing every 150 years is it's not like we're like waiting for. I it. I think it happens like, every 150 years. No, I mean like the last one ago. might have happened 150 years ago, but it's not like we're waiting. Like we can harness its power. <laughs> Finally, it's back. Our cities will be warm and full of light for another 150 years. Although, if we were in like you know. Uh, you've never watched Avatar The Last Airbender, have you? Hang on, wait. If we trap all the water under, like, a, a metal Is it mean we're going to have a really crazy tide? <laughs> That's what I mean. Can we trap all the metal under a generator and then the moon will come and suck it all up and then that'll generate the power for the next 150 years? We need a really big generator and really low water. That's a very mild effect, too. <laughs> uh, 
the werewolves are going to be extra wolfy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in Avatar: Last Airbender, the waterbenders take power from the moon. When there's a full moon, they're more oh, powerful. God. So I think this would be the one where, kind of like in the normal Avatar, they're all waiting for the comet, and that's how the fire people are at their worst. That's when the most they're just shooting out flames in the finale, burning everything. Yeah. Um, but like, it'd be the water version of that where they're just like, we flood everything. Yeah, and then the bloodbenders get super powerful too. Yeah, because it's a blood moon. They flood everything with blood as well. Yeah, that's actually a thing. Did you know that? <laughs> You're just saying. No, that. I know them. I know bloodbenders <laughs> are a thing. Yeah, um, a terrifying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be extra, extra powerful. <laughs> um, can you? Can you lock get- your doors on January thirty first? The waterbenders and the bloodbenders <laughs> are going to be after you. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you're if you're in Australia, New Zealand, Asia, or Indonesia, January twenty first, hide. Um, turn those memes off and step outside, and um, or, just go or for a one. Turn those memes off and Google a, a nice image of it. Yeah, yeah. Turn, <laughs> turn those. Oh, that's What's what I mean. the live feed? Step outside, <laughs> hold up your phone to the sky, and then scroll through Facebook for the live feed. Um, <laughs> but then when you're done, um, you're gonna go back to all those. Um, hyper-specific memes that you love so much and it's going to tie really nicely into my next topic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, memes are great. Um, so, so my next thing, it's just, uh, it starts off with um, like talking about super-specific memes in like tiny communities, mm. which like I've sort of experienced quite a bit. Of the uh, tiny community spheres of Facebook. Yeah, Facebook groups are... There's some um, strange ones out there. Like, what if phone but too much? Yeah, what if phone but too much is good. I joined one. Oh no, what is wish suggested to me uh, this time? <laughs> yeah, I just joined one which is called um, um, sentences that have never been said in human history, <laughs> <laughs> and that's full of garbage. Um, one of the main ones we've been hanging out in for like the past year is like um, the old Simpsons shit posting one. But they, but now there's a few of them. Like, like compute. It just it just like it it just sort of burned down to the ground. I think. Well, is it that's that's Simpsons shit posting? But I yeah. think Compute Global Meganet is still there. Rock yeah, Compute Global Hyper Meganet is still there. Australia, yeah. New Zealand. Someone got into Simpsons shit posting and like one of the admins they invited the wrong person in and he was like <laughs> and renamed it to like Kevin's spicy meme shack. <laughs> and just everyone started not Simpsoning. Yeah, and this was after like it had already been renamed a few times, like BuzzFeed presents Simpsons shit posting. And then they couldn't name it back because they Yeah, were- they did it as a joke and then they couldn't name it back. Um and then after that, I think it was just forward slash B forward slash for a while. Yeah, that was like what the it locked on. Thing. I think that's what it actually locked on. And then it was simp shit. Yeah, and then I think I then I think I left it halfway through there and I was just like, this is garbage. I'm I stuck out. with it for a bit. It wasn't very good. I thought they said eventually they'll change it back and it'll be nicer again. But then that <coughs> they finally got it back to Simpsons shit posting and then the guy the same guy it seems renamed it back to Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's creamy meme shack. And I was like, I'm no. done. I was like, I'm done and I left. Yeah. Yeah, I bailed on that pretty early. Um, but, Subculture memes. But the thing that I gotta talk about today is um it's to do with like super specific memes and like how they sort of show up and it can be sort of unclear why they're there and whether there's any actual like basis for them to exist or whether they're just sort of being just mean. born out of the consciousness of nowhere. Well, like, like Simpsons chip posting, like it's full of, um, a lot of the time it's full of garbage, but most of the time it was clever, like mashups of things. Yeah. Or like, but sometimes they, well, there's a lot of ones with just reference. Like I'm also with like uh, Australian liberal memes or something. Like yeah. That. And they just, they're referencing some event that I haven't kept up with. And it's just some politician is there and he's Millhouse and he's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, 
what does this mean? I have no idea. Yeah, for a while, my main source of politic um, news was just Simpsons memes pasted over um, the news of the day. There's heaps of ones which is like um, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un <laughs> put yeah. onto a heap of Simpsons characters at the moment <clears throat> arguing about how big their buttons are. Yeah, it does get a bit much, though. But um, in terms of, like, super specific memes, there was this one- um, I found an article just sort of randomly the other day that I was just reading. It was an interesting read. Um, and it was talking about how um, in 2017, um, a really specific one came up where um, someone posted a picture of um, the Barbadook um, movie listing had popped up in Netflix's um, LGBT section. Um, and <laughs> that's, that started getting used as a meme, as the Barbadook as a symbol of gay pride. <laughs> and so that's sort of like... Got used through like the various holidays in 2017. People would post that. Like, <laughs> I <never> saw that. <laughs> I didn't see it either, but I okay. guess I'm not in those um, circles really. Okay. Um, so wait, this is within the gay community, not like this is within the gay community. It's probably like Twitter, like yeah, okay, Twitter, okay. Tumblr, those sort of places. Like, there's so many super specific things yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can't really see everything. Mm. Um, and for it to surface, it'd have to be really popular. Well, but- I mean, it's the, it's the true. Um, what is it? We're in the age of crowd, what grassroots funding and all that sort of grassroots movements. Finally, memes are now grassroots. They're not top <laughs> down, they're bottom up. Yeah, none of those corporate memes. Um, Blanking. Yeah, this is like Happy Pride Month from the queer icon, the Barbadook. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> like this bond. <laughs> I, can't, I can't describe it. <clears throat> it looks kind of like Willy Wonka. If he, Kinda. Was, if he was made by Tim Burton. Large mouth Willy Wonka. And he was like a Tim Burton cartoon. Yeah. Over, over a rainbow flag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think most people are familiar with the Barbadook. Um, but then, yeah, that's what the article started with. And then it sort of went into- eyes, actually. It kind of reminds me of um, the uh, the death gods from Death Note. <laughs> what oh, I haven't seen them. Oh, Sh- Shama, Shambalims. I forget. Whatever. <laughs> These super specific things can pop up and just get shared. Um, And then at some point in 2017 as well, um, a Twitter user tweeted um, something along the lines of LGBT culture is being bad at math and not getting your license until long after your 16th birthday. Um, And that got like tens of thousands of retweets and a ton of likes and memes started popping up to do with that. And it, at like at like a glance, it might seem like people are just sort of like making fun of queer people or um, just like sort of playing off that. And maybe some of it was that, but it seemed to like resonate with people. It started popping up in all these different ones. Like there'd be like the distracted boyfriend one where he's like um, looking at like learning to drive or something. And then he's got his girlfriend, I think is like being gay or something. <laughs> um, just tons of random mashups. Like out of 75 people, um, 63% said that they didn't drive or couldn't drive. And another group, um, said that they could. It was about 62% of the same amount of people, but they said they were in a rural area, so they kind of had to. Mm. Um, one explanation they said was maybe um, it's to do with how um, LGBT sort of people end up um, sort of isolated from their families growing up. 51% of LGB people um, and 71% of gender diverse people between 14 and 21 don't live with their parents. Which is insane. Yeah, that's That's crazy. like an insane number. Yeah. That's like- It's really horrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, that their families aren't supporting them. Um, like, there's obviously some percentage of youth who don't live with their families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure the majority um, 
of like hetero youth would live with their families until they're like 22. Yeah. Um, which has been my experience talking to people in the city. Mm. They're like, yeah, I, I live with my family and do uni. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you don't have to. And they don't, let me, yeah. they don't let me stay at other people's houses. <laughs> I'm, I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that. The benefit of having the freedom obviously doesn't outweigh the fact that you don't have a family to support you. Yeah. So, like, the implication of that in the end is just that because they're the distancing of their parents, um, they don't get that opportunity to learn to drive from Yeah. Them, so, they have to do it later on. Yeah, because- Which sucks. Because, because in Australia and New South Wales, at least, you have to do 120 hours of supervised driving um, mm. by a person with a full license. Um, and the other point um, the person was making was that- um, uh, uh, What was it? Is um, because- um, people tend to surround themselves with people similar to themselves. They surround themselves with people who also can't drive and it just sort of creates a cycle. Yeah. Um, which really sucks. Yeah. Um, he, I they, suppose, but then like later on when they can finally encounter people with full license, like in their twenties or something like yeah. that, it sort of shows up. But like, yeah, I guess it's still because you're associated with people who also don't have their full yeah, license. Yeah. They, they were like mentioning that, um, in a bit of a cycle, like support groups and like, um, youth centers and things like that can probably organize, like help with getting people driving and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just really interesting how um, the meme sort of resonated with all these people and you can't really see why. Yeah. And then you look into it and it's really- Yeah, because on the surface of that, it just seems like, oh, that's a- That's a, that's a really that's strange a thing. That's a random meme. It's a, meme. like a hyper-specific <laughs> um, gay people can't drive um, and then all these people resonate with it and they find humor in it, but mm. it's kind of a sucky situation. Mm. Um. But yeah, I found um, that really interesting. I guess that's the beauty of memes. They make dark things pleasant. Yeah. They bring a little, like, happiness to people's sucky lives, although maybe they don't want to drive. Yeah, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they- Driving's kind of scary. Driving kind of sucks in a way. <laughs> um, I mean, if you live in the city, you don't have to really, to some extent. No. <laughs> you can get away with- No, but on the other hand, like, there was other On the memes. other hand, it's good to be able to. There was memes that was like, um, um, the, um, the most excluding thing you can put in- um, a, a job posting which is um, full license required uh, and that would exclude all the gay people according to the meme wow um, but yeah that was a super interesting read and um, I didn't write down who wrote it unfortunately yeah. um, uh, google but, that topic and it'll probably yeah, google, come up google how gay people not driving became a meme you might find this person's google post. image Barbadook gay pride <laughs> yeah google image Barbadook gay pride and that seems like I'm, an interesting subculture subculture meme up now Barbadook gay pride because I need to see more of these Uh-oh, my pop vinyl has too many dimensions. Well, I've got the product for you. It is pop vinyl discs. Oh, boy. This it's- looks much more um, enjoyable. Basically, take your regular pop vinyls, but make them flat like an old wow. vinyl disc. Wow. I keep- love it already. Keep it in a flat mangled box. But 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 can I? Is there a special box I can store all of these flat yes, vinyls? Yes, pl- a big plastic cube, Ooh. and you slot one in at a diagonal angle, and it takes up way more space. <laughs> can I can I play them on a regular record player? You can try. Is there all my favorite characters at the same old prices? Yes, and more, but more. <laughs> <laughs> can I find such great characters as? 
Raffaello, the Ninja Turtle. Yes, but now he's Raffaello, the Ninja Turtle, but flat. Iron Man 2, the Avenger. <laughs> Iron Man 2, the Avenger, but flat. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes, but a three-dimensional character. <laughs> Rick Grimes, but more three-dimensional than his character in the show. Despite the fact it's just a flat disc. But still two-dimensional. <laughs> Somehow it's even more three-dimensional than him. Whoa, he pops out right at you. Wow, with his character and his attitude. <laughs> wow, realistic dialogue. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> That's what it plays when you put it in the display. <laughs> it just goes, Carl. <laughs> they all play quotes when you put them in an old saxophone disc player. What are they called? And now for a limited time only... The regular pop vinyls are back. I hate it. Yeah, don't buy those. That's a different company. Ah, these suck. Don't tell them that we stole their idea either. These are gross. Yeah. They're too big and round. All right. Speaking of things that make it difficult to drive, vision, when you don't have it, it's <laughs> really bad. What? Um, Are you Yoda now? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to- I was thinking about some vision stuff and I thought I might use some of my psychology and just- I think this stuff's really interesting. Okay. So, like, what do you think? You when, have my what, full attention. When you hear the word vision, what do you think? Seeing. Seeing. Eyes. Eyes. Give me one other word that's- um, um, Dolby. Dolby. Right. So, vision is- you'd assume it was just one thing, sort of thing. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Bixby. Bixby. I don't know what that is. Is that a vision- is that a, like a camera brand? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, back in the day- like, what you imagine with vision is, it's just like, you see it, that's it. it that's all there is to it. Um, back in the day, when we were first trying to figure out vision, in the early psychologies, but, like, more like, I guess, probably the philosophies, they were like, you know what vision is? What that is, it's literally just a projector- Light from the world shines in through your eyes into a little room and there's a man there looking at it. And that's what consciousness is. Okay. And then they go, yeah, but what's in the little man's head then? They go, oh, well, what happens is the light goes in through his eyes into a little room and there's a little man in it. There's like the homoculus problem or something like yeah. infinite regress. That's actually more of a soul thing than a um, vision thing. And it might actually, they weren't being literal. Maybe it was just an example to mock that. But the point is we didn't know what vision was. And that's sort of still sort of the- by understanding of what vision is. It's yeah. just a thing that you see. But, like, there's actually, like, we talk about those five senses. Each of those senses have a heap of sub-senses. Right. So, with vision, you can knock out some parts of vision and, and still have others. I love it. Yeah. So, there's two pathways of vision. There's a conscious and, a, and an unconscious pathway, which is, like, the evolutionarily old pathway. It's, like, an emotional one, which is, like, the pathway by which you recognize your loved ones or something like that. All that sort of thing. So, when you see someone, you go, the unconscious visual pathway goes, I know them. Right. Um, but the visual pathway is the one that you consciously see. But if you lose that unconscious one, you'll see people and you'll still recognize them and all that. But you'll go, you'll look at your loved ones and go, you don't feel that internal response of like dopamine or oxytocin mm. flush. And you go, they're an alien. That's an alien. That's right. an imposter. It, they'll look in the mirror and they go, that's an imposter. Anything that would have an emotional association that would usually make you give you that little spark, even on some unconscious level you don't realize, you'll be just like, that feels wrong. That's no. an uncanny valley thing. You look in the mirror and go, that's an alien. Yeah, I bet yeah. some people feel that way about the new Star Wars. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. 
<laughs> but I bet that's a good way to describe how people feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. It was good. It was good. It was all right. As I get further from it. I oh, no, I fully trust that it's great, but I know people are dicks. <laughs> I mean, it has its flaws. Um, but yeah, they call that the Capgrass delusion. Um, but then there's the other side of it where you can be consciously blind. You lose your ability to see, but you still have the unconscious pathway. Like this isn't so much. This isn't blindness due to getting poked in the eye. This is blindness due to you bumped your head and one of the wires went. Right. So then you have blind sight where what they do is like you'll the way they show this experimentally is they show you pictures of your loved ones, even though you're blind and you look at it and they have a little conductive thing on your hand and they go, hmm, you're having a dopamine spike. What do you see? And you go, nothing. But your body obviously knows that you're seeing something you love or care yeah. about, um, which is cool. Yeah, it's that's just, pretty I cool. find that really interesting. Yeah, like it, you they can re- sort of sense something without actually- Literally yeah. knowing that you see it. Yeah. Because you are seeing it. Like, your eyeball still works in this case. Like, this is all if, if you're blind in the brain, not blind in the right. eyes. Right, okay. If you, get, if you get daredevil, if you get sprayed in the eyes with acid and you can't see, well, you can't- All the pathways don't see shit. Yeah. Um. Then there's also, like, another one as well. Like, later levels, those are, like, the base levels. But as you go up through consciousness- and the vision starts to get sorted into its little boxes that mean different things. They go, oh, that red line next to that purple line means it's this. You can lose those too. So you get end up with stuff like face blindness, which is called like uh, prosopagnosia. So you specifically can't recognize faces. Right. You look at people and you go, oh, they have, they have a head. Can you still recognize that cars look like faces? Sometimes No. Sometimes Damn. like it, it actually affects different people differently based on their occupation sometimes. And like it, it's the genetic thing. This one doesn't just although I guess a stroke could cause it theor- theoretically, but okay. like generally it's like something that just people have and they go like, go for ages in their life not realizing what it is. They just mm. realize that they just think that they're bad with faces, but they're really bad yeah. with faces because yeah. they literally can't recognize faces apart. Like they just t- don't have a, a spot in their brain when they imagine faces. They see the body, they need their loved ones to wear necklaces. Right. That like or like glasses. Yeah. So like if someone takes off their glasses and you, and then you see me and you just look at it and go, "Oh, that's a person." Yeah. Because you recognize them via the house. really obvious things. Like yeah. they can still see a face. But they have to really like sort of like logically analyze it in the sense mm. that, okay, so I can tell that they're them because they have um, glasses or they have slightly pink skin that's or something like so that. so ugly. <laughs> oh, that's- <laughs> That could be really awful. I'm glad- I'm glad my sister is so ugly so I can recognize her with my disease. <laughs> <laughs> if ever, like, you don't recognize her, I guess that's a compliment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I thought that one's pretty good. Then there's also just general visual agnosia, which is where everything basically looks like a Picasso painting. Oh, okay. Everything just sort of looks smashed because you don't have any of those little boxes to sort the vision into. You just go, that's a giant image. Yeah. Like, they had this guy and they were like, so- What's this? And he goes, oh, it's, you know, it's a long green tube with a bit of a red thing at the end. It flares out in some strange ways. And they go, now smell it. And he smells like, oh, yeah, it's a rose. Oh, okay. Because he used to have his vision, but he lost yeah. it. That's from, like, um, I think the man who mistook his wife for a hat. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he mistook his wife for a hat because she was standing where the hat rack was. I'm familiar with that title of the book. <laughs> so, he grabbed a head and tried to put it on. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, that title of that book that yeah. I haven't read. But yeah, it's it's all pretty interesting. Same thing about Capgrass. It's funny, like you'll lose some visual senses, but you still have all your hearing stuff. So that Capgrass one, which is where 
you think everyone's an alien. If you talk to your loved ones on the phone, though, you still have it. And you go, oh, hey, hey, loved one. Right. I recognize you. There's this alien in the room call- talking on the phone. I think right. they're talking to their alien friends. Okay. But, like, they know it's not, they know it's illogical, too, because they're not insane. They just- <laughs> It's just them trying to rationalize this weird, crazy nonsense yeah. floating around their head. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I read on um, Quora, which is just like, it's kind of like Reddit, but wholesome. <laughs> um, not always, but usually. Um, and it's just smart people come to, not necessarily smart people, but well-behaved people come to respond to questions. <laughs> um, so someone was asking something about blindness and um this lady, I think it was, responded about her story, um, how she was raised by horrible parents who kept her in a cupboard mm. and um, kept her kind of in the dark and um, didn't, like, let her see a whole lot of things. So, she grew up not seeing much and so her brain never trained to really see vision properly. And um, then she got out and she can't actually see properly so at all. So, she wouldn't have developed the little boxes that happened later in yeah. the vision, the conscious process sort of thing. <clears throat> Little boxes. That's the scientific. Yeah, way the, little, the little cardboard. The boxes. little literal. The little. There's literally a factory of li- the little men. It's not so. What, they said there was one man in a room. Obviously, obviously it takes a whole, takes a work, whole, whole storehouse. Yeah, and the vision hits the thing, and then they go whoop, and they catch the purple beam, <laughs> and they squeeze it down into a box with the red beam, and they go, "That's it. That's a line. This is the line box." Then they throw. We that- got another line, Jerry. Pass it on down. And they throw it down the conveyor belt. Then they vaguely assemble it like a pu- like they're puzzle guys. They're all probably, I don't know, they're like Christmas elves. And like, all right, get that over here. Get this over here. We got a whole whole bunch more lines coming down. It's looking like wrinkles. And we got some skin color. Oh, shit, it's a dick again. Send, send that down to the face section. Then over in the face section, that one's there. Yeah. And so it's the, they're just spilling out on the floor everywhere. <laughs> and then the people in the next room are like, well, I guess we got nothing to do. They just chill. Yeah. Yeah. The face guys are upstairs playing ping pong. <laughs> yep. Annoying everyone else who's trying to take a nice quiet lunch break. Yeah. It's like, and like, that's the other thing. Like with that case that you were talking about, like that's an example of like you have sort of like a limited amount of time to make those boxes. It's kind of like your brain hires once and for life. Yeah. <laughs> it hires dwar- like the, the homunculi people. Yeah. It hires them while you're young based on demand and then like the boss goes well I'm going I'm leaving yeah it's like a bad small business it's a really bad small business arguably the smallest business like a particularly horrible one in psych a lot of psych history is kind of horrible but like I don't know I'm sure they gave the kittens good homes at the end of it uh, I don't well I'm not sure of that but I hope no, they got I lots ass- of fresh so. milk they, they raised some kittens but only exposed them to vertical or horizontal lines so like they wouldn't be able to pers- then after that once they passed their sort of they call them critical periods, and they didn't hire any of the little well not homunculi men but homunculi cats yeah maybe they're still men homunculi men I don't know um they couldn't see the line that they didn't see so they yeah. couldn't see vertical lines so they bump into them and all uh, okay. that sort of stuff because they'd get in their way yeah. It's pretty crazy pretty pretty horrible but it's interesting in terms of how vision works yeah you know it's. It's um, it's really interesting how like stuff can affect all that sort of things. Um, did that developmentally. lady? Did that lady end up like developing better vision? No, later? she she never could. Yeah. Um, unless there's like a science breakthrough that can um, help her with that. But no, she was permanently blinded. I think. Yeah. Because that's not even one that you can, like, with eye blindness, like your eye itself has been blinded. They're yeah. working really good on like me- me- mechanical cyborg eyes. 
which will work really well. Like they're just sort of at that stage where they're too rich for us humans. Yeah. Only the billionaires. I assume Donald Trump has two robot laser eyes by this point, just because he can. Um, and once he's a giant stampeding through the world, <laughs> shooting lasers. But um, but yeah, like that'll get really good. But the actual brain stuff itself, like that could be a thing eventually, but like everyone's brain's a little bit different. So even though we know that there's a pathway that does a certain thing, you can't install- Yeah, you can't just implant you can't brains just bring, generally. You can't bring one guy's boxes and give it to someone else's boxes. It just yeah. doesn't really work, yeah. unfortunately. At this stage, but like it might. I mean, I mean, they always talk about neuroplasticity is where the adult brain can change itself and all of that. So, I don't know. She might have had really good hearing because of it. Maybe. <laughs> Potentially. That tends to be a thing that happens. Like, if it, if something's unused in your head. I guess that empty room where the faces were, they get like, send it over to the face room. And it's just a heap of guys playing music. And then eventually like, they recycle the face particles into something useful. Yeah, they like, just- We're going to make her really tall. <laughs> yeah. It goes to the tall part of the brain. <laughs> this is the tallness load. But yeah. But yeah. Um, do you have anything else interesting to talk about on that? No, that, that basically covers it. That's just something I find really interesting. Yeah, no, it's a really fascinating vision. topic. Um, yeah, just like especially like seeing how things affect people when they're growing up. Mm. Like, um, like there's a ton of like non-ethical experiments that would be interesting to do. Like seeing like what if a child grew up with just like an iPad in a dark room, how they would interpret. They the, see better. How would they? <laughs> how would they interpret the world after doing that? Well, like even that. Back to that. Another example of the boxes. Like culture affects that. In terms of like you go back to like in ancient times, and in some cultures now where they don't use a lot of like written or like pictured images and stuff like that, like artworks and stuff like that or mm. memes. Um, without exposure to that, they they don't can't conceive of those as representing something in reality, right? Because they don't have that iconographic processing. It's just a picture to them. Yeah. They can't think relate that to the real world because if you haven't had exposure to images in that sense and then being like that means that, yeah, you don't make that link. It's really sort of not that you can't do it, but it's kind of like it's just hard to do. You have to just like with the whole when you don't have the little boxes you, and with face blindness, you can see it, but it's like, what's a good analogy for it? It's like looking at anything you've never seen before and trying, like playing Where's Wally. That's probably the best way for it. You're trying to find Waldo. You've got to look at every little inch of it uh, okay. and figure out what that bit means to that. Yeah. Or like sorting a puzzle whenever you look at it. It's like you've got to look at it line by line and fit, decode it logically rather than unconsciously. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can do, but it's much more difficult. It's really easy when you have your unconscious mind to do all the work for you. Yeah. It's a good- It's a good- It's a good- <laughs> It's good. It's um. It's good exercise for people who um don't have the thing that mm. forces them to do it. <laughs> um, but for the people who are living are like living with it, it's, would suck. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting but also horrible thing. Yeah, I guess that's sort of like the theme of this podcast. <laughs> I guess interesting but horrible. Yeah, terrible but listenable apparently because you're still here and it's time to end the show and somehow you're still with us. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, if you want to come chat to us, we're on Twitter at ButYearPod. Or if you're old fashioned, you can send us an email, um, ButYearPod at gmail.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, do you have any final thoughts or? 
Good one, guys. Have a have a. Welcome to 2018 again. Yeah, um, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's um, the year of the seagull. Get hungry. Get hungry. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm.